Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast, episode number 138. And on this episode, we're talking about how to plan a successful digital course launch so that you can launch with confidence, get your product out there, and create the impact that you want. So if you're thinking about launching a digital course, program, or offer, this episode's for you. So stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What, what, what is up? Hustlers, welcome to another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Now, I'm really excited for this week's episode because we're going to talk about planning a successful launch. And as we get into the end of 2020, um, the year that we thought would never end, it's clear that planning is going to be really important in the coming year. You know, we have so many things that are unexpected come up in life, come up in the world, come up in the economy. Um, You know, obviously we had a big pandemic this year that really threw a lot of us for a loop and we can't control those things. We really can't. Um, But what we can control is what we plan to do. And so I tell my clients, and I'm telling you now, that if you take the time to plan out your launch, you are hands down going to get better results. You're going to reach more people. You're going to get more signups for your course um, just by the act of planning. And the reason that is, is because so many people don't plan. And 
I want to take some time today to walk you through my process for actually creating a successful launch plan and talk about what a launch plan even looks like. So we're going to cover how to create a launch calendar. We're going to talk about how to prime your audience for your offer. We're going to talk about refining your sales vehicle. And then we're going to talk about the actual launch itself, getting in there, getting your hands dirty, and actually getting people to buy your product. So let's dive right in. I want to start by talking about creating your launch calendar. Now, so many people skip this step because it's like, I'm going to do a webinar on, you know, December 10th, and then I'm going to open my cart and I'm going to close my cart. And they kind of stop there. A launch calendar actually goes a lot deeper and it starts with your pre-launch plan. And pre-launch, we're going to talk about a little more later in the episode, but what I want you to understand is that you should be pre-launching before you ever launch to your audience. And pre-launching comes in a variety of forms, but really it's building, engaging, and converting your existing and new audiences. So building an audience of new people that may be interested in your content, engaging those new people that come into your sphere and existing people in your sphere, and then converting those people into your launch, getting them to sign up for your web your challenge, your video series, your freebie, if it's going to be a few months before you actually launch with a webinar or a challenge. So what I like to do is I actually like to print out a calendar or use one on Google Drive, and I actually map out what's going to happen several weeks before my launch is coming. So for full transparency, we have a launch coming up mid-December. And so I actually mapped out what I wanted to be happening about four to six weeks prior to actually inviting people to the webinar that we'll be doing with the launch. Now, that's the first thing. The second thing is that you want to map out your launch week, okay? You want to map out what's going to be happening inside the launch week, So when are you doing webinars? When is the cart opening? When are sales emails going out? Okay. When is everything happening? And really, I like to segment my sales timeline and my launch timeline into two separate timelines. So I'm actually saying what's happening to get people into my webinar. When am I running Facebook ads? When am I sending out emails? When am I posting on social media? And you might be like, that's kind of overkill. And I agree to a point that it's like, maybe you don't need to map out every single time you're going to post on Facebook or Instagram, but what you should do is map out the minimum that you're going to post on Facebook and Instagram, the minimum that you're going to email your list, the minimum that you're going to engage with your audience. And the reason that we do that is because we want to make sure that when the week before launch comes, when the week before you do that first webinar is here and you're inviting people to that webinar and you're inviting people to your challenge or whatever launch mechanism you use, You're not scrambling trying to figure out what am I doing this week? What am I doing this week? What still has to be done here? What still has to be done there, right? So if you've got a map of everything that needs to happen, you know, weeks in advance of the challenge, you can write social media posts in advance. You can write emails in advance. You can create the content that you need long before you actually have to worry about that content needing to go out. Now, once that's done, I also map out my cart open. What ads am I running and what emails am I sending? That one's pretty straightforward, but it's like, I want to know at least what is the topic of each email that's going out, right? And I'm doing this whole practice 60 to 90 days before I even do the webinar. And that is one big thing that I want to mention. You know, I was in a a Facebook group the other day, a pretty well-known Facebook group. 
And somebody said, you know, I'm kind of launching in like three or four days. I'm going to put an offer out there and I want to know the best way to use ads and marketing to launch this offer. And the reality is, and a lot of people said this on the post, and I won't name the group or the person because I don't want to shame people. I'm not, you know, this isn't a a shaming thing. This is just, that is a common practice. People think I'm just going to launch. I'm just going to put it out there. And if you're like, I want to launch next week, you're already behind schedule. You've got to be planning your stuff 30, 60, 90 days in advance. I think 30 at the minimum because you don't want to just be launching from the hip. You don't want to be shooting from the hip. You don't want to be trying to make everything happen last minute. So I map out what I want my card open to look like so that I know what emails I need to write way before the launch happens. Because my goal with this calendar, with this three-phase calendar, pre-launch, launch week, and card open, is that I know all of the assets that need to be created before the launch happens. So I can break down my calendar into actual tasks that I put into my planner, into my calendar, um, into my project management software, whatever I'm using, to actually know what I need to do. And again, so many people skip this step, but I guarantee you, if you take the time to plan out the next 30 to 60 days and a launch is happening at the end of them, you're gonna be blown away by what happens. So let's get into each of those phases of the calendar, right? Because we talked really high level, like map out what you're doing with content and advertising and your launch week and your card open. But how do you actually do that, right? What actually goes in those sections? So let's talk about your pre-launch plan. Your pre-launch plan consists of the three things that I briefly mentioned, but we're gonna go deeper with now. The first is to build your audience. So before you launch, you want to be building your audience. You then want to be engaging your audience. You want to engage the people that are already in your audience. You want to engage the new members of your audience. And you want to keep people engaged before the launch actually happens. And then finally, you want to convert. You want to convert those people onto your email list. You want to convert those people onto your webinar. You want to convert those people into your challenge. Okay? So let's talk number one, building. Building can be amplified with advertising. And I think a lot of times when we hear build your audience, we think, oh, I've got to build my email list. But with Facebook advertising, we can actually just get more people to engage with us on Instagram, more people to watch our Facebook videos, more people visiting our website, um, more people uh, on our email list, sure. But anytime we bring someone into our sphere where we're able to retarget them with ads once the cart opens, that's a positive thing. That's what we want to be focused on. So I recommend that during the build phase, you ask yourself, how can I reach new people and amplify that with advertising? So I'll give you a really specific example that we have some of our clients do inside of our program, which is we have them take a really successful blog post, podcast, or even just a social media post put it on Facebook and Instagram with a link back to their website. And we have them run it at five to $10 a day to cold audiences purely for engagement. Now, why do we do that? Because we can retarget the people who engage with that post and we can retarget the people who are engaging with us on both Facebook and Instagram. And now we know, Hey, if I write a post, for example, me, that's called how to create a digital product launch and that post gets a lot of engagement, well then I know that there is 
really like the right people are engaging because you know, Joe Schmo wouldn't engage with the post about launching if he doesn't even know what launching is. So I'm attracting quality people into my ecosystem that I can retarget with ads down the road. So that's the first thing we want to build. The second thing is we want to engage. So I do the same thing. I say, take another five to $10 a day and run it for engagement to people who already are in your ecosystem. Why? To keep them warm, to warm them up, to make sure you're top of mind. So think about it. If you have a really good Instagram post and it reaches 10% of your audience, 90% of people didn't see it. Why not spend an extra $5, $10 a day and boost that post to your warm audience just to get people primed for what you have coming? just to get people warm, just to get people engaging, just to keep yourself top of mind. And then finally is to convert them. So get them on your email list, get them into your webinar. Now, if you're doing a webinar, you're not going to do that until obviously the very tail end of your 30 to 60 day window, but you could be growing your ecosystem and then post your freebie once a week. You could be growing your ecosystem and then do like a free workshop with no pitch just to get more people on your email list. There's all kinds of stuff you can do, but I want you to understand that there is power in this ecosystem, but there's also power in moving that ecosystem over to your email list. Now, all of this can be amplified with advertising. So maybe you're spending five, 10, $20 a day on the engagement ads, and then you spend $10 a day on the adds to that ecosystem to get them on your email list. That could be a really powerful strategy. Now I want to hold up because I know what you might be thinking. You're like, Zach, I'm just doing the math, you know, $30 a day, let's even say $20 a day times 30 days. That's $600. That's a lot to spend on a pre-launch. And I totally agree. Um, I totally agree that that is a decent amount of money but most of us have a goal to make, you know, one, two, three, four, five thousand dollars on our, our first or second launch. We want to make, you know, we want to make money back. So I don't want you to think of this as a big expense. I want you to think of this as an investment of growing your audience so that your ad costs are lower when you go into launch time, so that your conversion rates are higher when you go into launch time. You're investing in a more successful launch. Let me say that again. When you take the time to spend ads, money, when you take the time to spend ads money on engaging your audience and building your audience and converting your audience before the launch happens, you are taking time and money to increase the conversion rate of your launch and decrease your cost per lead in a launch. And to me, that is an investment that is worth the money. It's going to make you more money to spend more money now. Now, obviously, I'm not you know, a financial advisor. I don't know your finances. If that doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. You can absolutely launch fully organically. But my thing is like, why not amplify what you're already doing with ads, right? Because ads are an amplifier. They amplify what you're doing. So if you're doing all the right things, if you're planning and forecasting and projecting, why would you not amplify all the work that you're doing with some paid advertising? Okay. So I just want you to get in the right mind frame. That's like, Hey, maybe you do need to spend $500 on a pre-launch and yes, that's a lot. And yes, it takes money. And yes, it requires, um, a little bit of, uh, financial grit where you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm putting the money out before I see the money back, but it's going to serve you greater in the long run. So that's all about our pre-launch. That's what goes into the calendar for pre-launches. How am I building, engaging, and converting my audience? And where am I amplifying with ads? 
The second piece of your launch is kind of the launch week or the lead generation week. And this one you want to plan out by getting everything dialed in, your sales page, your offer, and your checkout system. I recommend that you plan everything out from the place of a new customer. So I was recently studying uh, a course that I'm taking from uh, the ladies over at Funnel Gorgeous. We'll link up Funnel Gorgeous in the show notes. They are really, really awesome ladies. And they were saying, you know, one of the best ways to create your webinar, to create your emails, to create everything is to start with your sales asset, which in this case would be your sales page. And I love this idea of actually planning out your sales page before you plan anything else out. Because when you go to write your sales page, you have to have everything dialed in. You have to have the problem of your audience. You have to have the offer figured out. You have to have the checkout system figured out. You have to have everything really dialed in to be able to write a sales page. But the flip side is if you don't know it, the sales page forces you to get clear on it. So for example, with this new offer that we have coming up, we wrote the entire sales page first. We took this advice, we went in uh, guns blazing, and we wrote the entire sales page first. And let me tell you, that made it so much easier to write emails. That made it so much easier to come up with the webinar topic. It made it easier to come up with the checkout system, the upsells, the cross sells, the downsells, if we have any. Um, that made it so much easier. So I want you to, to understand that during launch week, you need to refine your sales page you need to refine your offer, and then you need to choose your sales vehicle. And what I mean by your sales vehicle is, are you doing a webinar? Are you doing a challenge? Are you doing an email launch, a video series launch? You want to get clear on how you're launching because however you decide to launch determines how and when you're going to start generating leads. For a challenge or a webinar, I recommend that you start generating leads, you know, 10 to 14 days before the promotion. But if you're doing an email-based launch, then you want to be generating leads 30 to 60 days before the launch. And you're then promoting to them during the email-based launch. So you want to get crystal clear on what you're promoting, how you're promoting it, the process. And then I kind of mentioned this earlier and then skimmed over it. It's like walk through this process as a potential customer. What do they see? What do they experience? What do they go through? What is the process? You really want to walk them through that, okay? And once you've got your sales page, your offer, your checkout system, and your sales vehicle, then you launch the lead generation campaign. And the lead generation campaign usually consists of emails to your list to get them signed up for, I'm just gonna say webinar going forward so that I'm not like challenge webinar video series, but just know you can choose whatever launch mechanism you want. Um, so I'm gonna start generating leads to my webinar, which is gonna consist of email marketing, it's gonna consist of Facebook advertising. It's gonna consist of organic posting on my Facebook and Instagram. It's gonna consist of my podcast promoting my masterclass. Um, so I'm getting crystal clear on how am I actually gonna generate these leads? Because once we're in this second phase, this launch week and lead week, we've gotta know what we're doing. Second thing is I want to think about how am I going to market to and keep these leads engaged. So whether you do a webinar or not, there's this period of time when Bob signs up 10 days before your webinar and the actual webinar date where he's just kind of chilling out. He might be in his inbox, he might be following you on social, but he's not being constantly reminded like, hey, don't forget about the webinar, don't forget about the webinar in terms of what he's doing on social media. That being said, we can make it so he is. 
right? We have control over our email marketing. We have control over our social media posting. And we can even, this is a a ninja trick that I actually learned from a client um, that we played with that worked really, really well, is when somebody registers for your webinar, take a piece of content from your Instagram or Facebook and run it as an ad to them just to stay top of mind for a week. We literally worked with a client. We took a video that they had done on Facebook Live. We ran it to everybody that registered for their webinar and their show up rates were incredible. Their webinar show up rates were just fantastic. So think about how am I going to market and engage the people who are now waiting for the launch to happen? And again, we can do that with email reminders. We can do that with advertisements. We can do that with organic social but it's really important that you map it on the plan. As you can see, there's a lot that goes into planning a launch, and that's why I recommend that you literally have like a Google Calendar or a, a Excel spreadsheet or a written planner. Like you really want to plan this stuff out because as you can see up to this point, and I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I want to just interject before I go through this. Don't be overwhelmed. This should be happening over the course of months, not days. But you've got to map out your pre-launch plan, your launch week plan, your card open plan. You've got to figure out how you're going to build, engage, and convert your audience. You've got to figure out where you want to amplify that with ads. You've got to write your sales page. You've got to refine your offer. You've got to get your checkout dialed in. You've got to determine how you're launching. You've got to start doing the launch lead generation plan. You've got to figure out how you're engaging those leads. And at first, it might be like, oh my gosh, Zach, that is so much to do. And you're not wrong. It is a lot to do. And that's why I'm recording this episode so that you can just get crystal clear on what you've got to be ready for, right? So many people, they do this and they're like, I'm going to launch in two weeks because I really want to generate revenue. I really want to get this thing out there. And it's like, slow down. You've got to slow down to speed up. You've got to slow down to create massive action. You've got to slow down a little bit to create that forward momentum. Okay. And by slowing down and taking the time to plan, you're going to be able to evaluate everything in real time. And I think that's the most underrated part of this is that when you have a plan, you can always say, are things going according to plan? Right? So often we're just like, yes, this is working. No, this isn't working. Oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And we're running around like a crazy person because we don't know if what we're doing is going to work or if it is working or if it's not working. But if you have a clear plan, if you have goals and metrics and timelines, either you're with those metrics and goals and you're with that timeline or you're not. So having this plan also makes it easier to know if your launch is going well at all before it even happens right? Then there's power in that. So last thing is that we also want to think about how we're going to sell to our leads. And I'm not talking about, you know, oh, I'm going to do a webinar, a challenge. I'm talking about how many emails are we sending? How many ads are we running? How many social media posts about the program are we going to do? So you also want to be thinking, what's my promotional timeline look like? And how am I promoting the paid opportunity to that ecosystem that I built, to the list that I've built, and to the people on the webinar that I've built? Okay. The last piece that I always, always, always recommend is that you carve out time to do a debrief and an evaluation, okay? So a lot of people think that once the launch is done and you've got money in your pocket, you're good to go, but I highly recommend that you do a debrief 
slash evaluation. People call it different things. I've always been told it's called a debrief, but basically what it is is where you evaluate how well your launch actually went. Did you hit your goals? What were your costs? What were your expenses? What were your incomes? What are your cash in hand? What are your projected sales? How many people took payment plans? How many people took upsells? So you look at all the numbers, but then you also do what's called a qualitative analysis. How did you feel? What did you like? What did you not like? What felt good? What felt bad? What would you repeat? What would you not repeat? So you're just just doing a full analysis of the launch to figure out, am I, am I happy? Am I not happy? How did we do? Um, and no matter what, you should be happy that you did it, right? If you really stick to this and you really plan out and you really go for it, you're going to realize that you've achieved something massive regardless of what the revenue number says. You have executed a full-blown project and that's something that a lot of people just don't do right? So I recommend that you do a debrief one to two weeks after the launch, after you've had time to breathe and relax and get back into the swing of things that you, you schedule a full debrief and you evaluate what happened, right? So let's kind of step back, do a quick recap of everything. And then I've got something really awesome that I want to share with you. If you are loving this idea, but you're like, how do I create my launch plan? So first things first, you want to create your launch calendar broken into three phases, your pre-launch plan, your launch week or lead generation week, and your cart open period. During pre-launch, it's all about priming the audience. How do we build, engage, and convert that audience? And how do we amplify our efforts with advertising? Once we've done that, we also want to make sure that during this pre-launch time, we are refining our sales vehicle, which includes our sales page, the offer itself, the checkout system, and then that we've chosen our sales vehicle, whether that be a challenge, a webinar, a video series, or simply an email-based launch. We want to have all three page offer and checkout, and we want to have one launch mechanism. Then you want to start the lead generation week. What are you doing during lead generation week? How are you going to get people to sign up for your webinar, your challenge, your video series, et cetera? Are you going to use email, advertising, marketing? You know, what, what tools in your tool belt are you going to pull out? And then once you got those leads, that week of lead generation, what are you doing to keep them engaged to market and engaged to be ready to sell to? So are you going to continue to keep those people warm via email, via advertising, via organic, or a cocktail of all three. And then you execute the launch and you schedule time for a debrief and evaluation to figure out what worked well, what didn't work well, and how you can set yourself up to do even better next time. All right. So I hope that this has been helpful. Um, if you got immense value from today's show, be sure to tag me on Instagram stories at heart, soul hustle, and let me know what you thought. Um, I promise that I had something special for you if you made it this far through the show. If you go to thelaunchclass.com, I'm going to be hosting a webinar on Thursday, December 10th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, where I'm going to walk you through how to create your profitable course launch plan in just a couple of hours. So everything that we covered today, I'm going to go deep on how to actually turn this process that I covered on the show into a plan that's tangible and in your hands. We're going to give you um, a 90-day launch plan outline, that, uh, outline that's going to help you discover the core plan to go from idea to launch in the next 90 days so that by the end of Q1 2021, 
you have a finished program, launch, and revenue stream in your business. We're going to talk to you about the audience and list growth strategy. So even if you don't have a big audience right now, you know exactly what to do to leverage marketing, media, and uh, Facebook ads to get more people engaging with your content and your launch. And then we're going to help you choose your launch strategy. So you know if you should do a webinar, a challenge, a video series, we're going to help you figure out which one works the best for you. So if that sounds great, if you're like, yes, I love it. I absolutely want to do more with my launches, thelaunchclass.com. We'll also link that up in the show notes for you so you can check it out. Um, And yeah, we would love to have you on that free workshop. So if you want a recap of anything we covered today, heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 138. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 138. We'll have a recap of the show. We'll have a link to the launch class. And with that being said, I hope you have an incredible week, an incredible rest of your 2020. And until next time, keep hustling. Keep hustling.